Here's the podcast of highlights from the Q102 Morning Show with Jim and Laura. Make your booty go. Take that. Mind it back. Little time got to be to make your booty go. I sure. Look at you. If there is a song that will make people race to the dance floor at a wedding dance. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You probably, well, then again, you don't stay for all the parties that you uh, officiate. Not, you know? No, not usually. I usually have to cut out pretty soon after mm-hmm. marriage licenses are signed and pictures are taken. And all right, we'll, we'll see you later. Probably seen, there it is, the, the mom that played yeah on her oven door. I do remember it? that, yeah. There's a little bit of that. It's in the same key. Yeah. And she starts dancing, and the daughter is in. The, puts her hands in her Going, face. Oh, mom! Oh. And you know what? That's okay because those moments your daughter is going to remember, no matter how red her face gets and how embarrassed uh, she is. And if yeah. her friends are over, they're going to love you as a parent oh, yeah. even more. That's funny. Now. Another one has popped up, a viral video of a mariachi band at a Mexican restaurant in Las Vegas. A customer, you know, they, they come up to your table. Can we play you a song? You give them a oh, tip. Oh, you sure can. Yes. Somebody chose Usher. Yeah. And they did it. Here's that. <laughs> With a little guitar and a trumpet. He's even, he's doing the rap. He even did the Take clap. that and rewind it back. Little John got to beat the big body. Go, oh. <laughs> That's so cute. They're in their little mariachi outfits. Kudos. I hope they gave them a really good tip. The Q102 Morning Show with Todd Bergan. Big football game tonight as the Minnesota Vikings are in Philadelphia to take on the Eagles at Lincoln Financial Field. The Eagles coming off a win against the Patriots. The Vikings dropped their opener at home to Tampa. Kickoff tonight at 7.15. Our pregame coverage over on KWLM will start at 6 o'clock. The Gophers will take on 18th rated North Carolina Saturday afternoon. Kickoff on that one at 2.30. You can hear that over on KW as well. Did you live in Texas long enough to pick up any of the drawl at all? Uh, you know, when I lived there, maybe, when I was mm-hmm. around it all the time. I lived there about 15 months oh. or so, so I wasn't there that long. That, that, so, no, I didn't really pick it up. That sounds very indicative of the early days of anybody's radio career. Yes, right. I had two <laughs> jobs in that 15 months, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> right late to that. Yeah, because yeah, uh, I lived in South Carolina. I picked that up a little. Yeah. The one I picked up more was out in... In the New England, Boston, oh, sure. New Hampshire, yeah. because the more I would mimic and make fun of them, the more it just came the out more. naturally yeah. mm-hmm. in speech. Yeah. I bring it up because they say that the people in Georgia are losing their famous draw. Yeah, I saw it now. My brother-in-law is born and bred suburban Atlanta, Georgia. Oh. And he and my sister have lived in suburban Atlanta for the vast majority of their adult lives. Yes. I don't think my sister's losing her twang at all. <laughs> she, she grew up in Minnesota, and yeah. now she sounds like she's been in Georgia her whole uh, life. A yeah. Georgia peach for her whole yeah, life. Yeah, right. I guess. The study 
uh, thinks they have Gen Xers and Gen Zs uh, to to blame. They're like, we're not we're not buying into that. We're not going to be talking with no Southern drawl. <laughs> we're going to talk. That's not even close to Georgia. No, but good try though. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> now the the Boston. Add to that that we're watching Ray Donovan and his whole family oh, yeah. originated in South Boston. Yeah, thick because one of their sons is Corner. Yeah. It's like, here, I'll park the car over here when we get Is qu- that a good series? Do you like that? We do, yeah. I know I keep thinking about oh, starting it, but it's like eight seasons or something. Seven or eight. We've it would take blasted, forever to catch up. We've blasted through nearly five seasons here in the last three weeks. Uh, so. We're into season four of The Americans oh. uh, that we're watching through Hulu. Okay. So, uh, yeah, that's been a good one. We're yeah. going to be looking for something right, here. That down. That's a good that one. Down. You'd like it. Thank it's you. on FX. So if you can find right. FX streaming someplace, All it's right. a good one. You'd like that. I'm guessing that we probably... Probably have that that we forgot we even had it yeah. and paying for it. Oh, right, I know oh, that's, that's bad. We do the same. <laughs> yes. And I have found Queen Latifah's uh, national anthem from Sunday night. I missed that. Okay, so you have uh, to critique. You're our resident guy for the well, national anthem to I, critique know, and there are and respectful protocols that I have read about the anthem because people tend to try to change it up. You're not supposed to do that. So uh, I'll, uh, I'll play a little bit of that. We'll get to that. Okay. Let you know what I think. Because that's what I do here on Q102. Sunday night, I was in South Dakota, and you said it was Sunday night football. We were... Sunday night football, yep. We were doing a sunset boat cruise out on the lake there with uh, some friends. So I did not catch the national anthem. Did... uh, did they, do they actually air it on Sunday Night Football? They did, and I think in part because it was a tribute for the next day of 9-11, mm. and it was in New York, and so <sighs> Queen Latifah was the national anthem singer. But I, I wonder if every Sunday Night Football might, because that's the there's usually only the one game on Sunday mm-hmm. night, usually during the day, your noon game and your three-whatever game. There's multiple games, but it's just the Sunday Night Football game. I predicted i've not even listened to it i've got it up here i predicted that queen latifah would be respectful of it that was before i even knew that they did a 9-11 tribute so i'm certainly going to say i predict it will be proper and respectful because there is code Uh, let me read some of that first uh, yes. It shall be sung at a moderate rate of speed. 104 beats per minute is recommended. That's what, when I played that uh, band. It's proud. It's regal. You get some of those that sing it like it takes eight minutes to sing. The, oh, say. No, stop that. Well, I remember walking back into the room just as the anthem was starting. I didn't know that Queen Latifah was going to be singing. And then I heard it and I said, oh. I can't wait to hear what Tim thinks, because I think even he is going to like this one. And okay. he's a stickler. That's well, what I said to my mom, because she's visiting. Yeah, here we are. Oh, see, can you see by the dawn's early light? Okay, first comment. You're not supposed to change the meter. It was written in 3-4 time. She's singing it in 4-4 four, four time. So I don't know uh, what any of that means, but I thought you one, would like it. One check nope. mark, okay. but uh, right. let's go on. So I'm going to move ahead a little bit towards the end of it here. Okay. That's in three. 
I knew they were gonna do that. I mean, a little Whitneyism going on there. That gave me shivers. <laughs> I like the I band. Really yeah. I even said. As that finished up, I said, well, I hope she's not too busy again in February. Let's invite her back for the Super Bowl national anthem. I like that much. Yeah, yeah. So, again, going by the code for the national anthem of the United States of America that goes back to 1942. Uh, Just a a small mark on doing it in, starting it in 4-4 time instead of 3-4 time. And a little slower than that proud 104 beats per minute. I give it somewhere in a... A minus to B plus range. Oh, yeah, and so. for you, that's a win. <laughs> oh, yeah. Way to go, Queen no, Latifah. Yeah, yeah. Good job. You're listening to the Q102 Morning Show. And here's a few things you need to know. <laughs> if you'd like to get your fill of what the future tastes like, Coca-Cola releasing a limited edition flavor that's supposed to taste just like the future. And they say the recipe was inspired by AI. Oh. Available now for a limited time. What's in it? I, that's the that's the secret. It's just the future. It's going to be called Coca Cola Y three thousand, kind of like a Y two K, but this yeah. one's Y three thousand. Going to cost the same as regular old Coke. It comes in a zero and full sugar variety, yeah. but it well, is limited time starting now. So if you want to taste the future, I'd try it. Get I guess sure. Some. What do you think your future tastes like? A little sadness. Hint of vanilla, a little citrus, some sadness mixed in. Okay. Despair, Good. Regret. Okay. No. So very like there's no carbonation in it. It's just kind of flat right yeah, now. Okay. Flat. Well, this is this is my life. This is my future. <laughs> it's the Q102 Morning Show on Q102. Now you're supposed to be the one following all of these pop things and shows and letting us there's know. There's a lot to keep track of anymore. You missed one that I'm very Uh-oh. disappointed that you didn't inform me of sooner, knowing how much I love Adam Sandler. Oh, his comedy tour? Maybe I, that maybe it I was when I was gone Monday. Yeah, that's what we Monday? talked about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, the comedy <laughs> tour. Here's why I love Adam Sandler so much. Uh, please, Billy, please, no gibberish tonight, please, I beg you. Sorry, Daddy. I don't know that he'll do that on the tour. I think those are just certain movies. He has that character. The opera man on Saturday Night Live. I'm sorry for those who just adore him. I cannot stand him. <laughs> but he is going on tour. He is coming to Target Center November 12. I think that you need to go. You need to meet him. You need to see that he is a real person and that he's just trying to make, you know, just make some money like the rest of us. Mm-hmm. And so he takes those roles to play those goofy characters. But underneath it all, you uh, guys could be lifelong I'm sure. friends. And, you know, I'm sure. Yeah. And I, the only thing I tolerated was that speech he did to some arts majors at a college a couple of years ago. That was funny. It's like a note to the parents. What are you doing? Why are you letting them go into the arts? They'll this be career. poor. Uh, that was kind of funny. The Live Nation pre-sale begins today at noon. See, now. This is where I'm disappointed because I assume you have to be a member of the fan club to get in on that. That's coming up very sudden for me to join his fan club it, yeah. and get in line for tickets at noon. So, mm. boy. So what you're saying is you need a super fan that's already a yeah. member of the fan club yeah. to take you along yes. so that you can get the full Adam Sandler experience. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then <laughs> you may love it. You may come out the other side a changed oh, person. Oh, I'm sure of it. By the way, general sale tickets... 
uh, go on sale tomorrow at noon on Ticketmaster. You're waking up with the Q102 Morning Show. Uh, tomorrow, I am going to be out at Fisher Laser Eye Center. A day for you is back where they take 40% off frames and 30% off select sunglasses. And uh, while I'll be giving you chances to win Chan Hassan Dinner Theater tickets, I'm also going to uh, help you, well, help show you how to wear those glasses. Because I have now learned from, I don't know what that was, Gen Z says millennials are wearing their sunglasses wrong. Why? (laughs) I mean, I'm... Here's a really dumb question. I thought there was really only one way to wear them, which is yeah. on your face covering your eyes, right? Well, so uh, I've got my reading glasses on right now. I've got them all the way up to the bridge. Yeah. Gen Z says, well, for sunglasses, for sure, though, you have to wear them down just a little bit more. So you can peer judgingly over the top just, of them yeah, at people? Just down. Here's, no. uh, here's a TikTok video that sparked the debate. So I wear my sunglasses, you know, I wear them like this. You know, apparently you're not supposed to wear your sunglasses like this. Like, so shoved into your face. Like, you look like the dad that wears a visor. Okay, so are we up on the nose? High on the nose? Or are we, are we low? Look like the dad with the visor sunglasses. Come on, that's offensive. <laughs> I mean, I could picture it. It's a good visual. But also, isn't that uncomfortable? And then, yeah, you're going to have a stiff neck because yeah. you're going to have to keep going to see yeah. things. Now, this is proper. the sunglasses. And again, you can get 30% off select sunglasses at Fisher tomorrow just uh, as you're trying them on. And I have offered opinions at this event. Like, yeah, you know, I think those are great on you. I'm going to have to tell them, you know, let's just bring them down a little bit if you want to be hip, like a Gen I don't Z. think so. I, no? I think a, a good <laughs> pair of sunglasses makes a face look s- more symmetrical or something, mm-hmm. but you let those glasses slide down, well, and you can tell the difference in a picture if you're they're pushed up where they need to be. Your face looks better. Wait, do that again? Put them down just a little bit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, look at that. Oh, no, Not, see? No, I'm telling no. you. No. Alex is going to like that look. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is he? <laughs> Sandwiches, snacks, and refreshments tomorrow, too, at the Wilmer location of Fisher Laser Eye Center. It starts at 7.30 in the morning. I'll be doing this show, so I'm going to head out there from 10 to 1. Hope to see you. It's the best time to laugh. They're very funny. Mornings. I love them in the morning. I wake up to it. Tim and Laura on Q102. In the kitchen. In the kitchen. What was in there? Making something. Always learning. In the Sponsored by Kitchen Fair by Don's Building Center. And uh, our early risers who are on our email list already saw a link to it, but uh, I haven't even seen it. What do we have Well, it, it has been a whole week-long process of this In the Kitchen tip, and I'm still kind of not sure what the real answer is. But if you recall, I made some fried green tomatoes with my mom here. That's what I look forward to at the end of season where it's kind of like, okay, I don't know that these are going to turn by the time it's time to clean out the garden. So now it's fried green tomato time. I know you're not a real big tomato fan. But I did bring that up to my wife just yesterday. She's like, I Mm -hmm. think they're done, but I still have green ones. I'm like, Laura says, fry them up. Mm, mm. And I will tell you that the beer batter box mix of batter that I like right now is called Shore Lunch. S-H-O-R-E. Shore Lunch. Beer batter. Mm -mm. 
Mm, crisps up and so flavorful. Yeah. You don't have to add anything else to it. Just do the mix. I like to add, make the batter a little thinner than the box mix calls for so that it evenly coats and you don't have to pack it on there. But I don't have a deep fryer because I, I only fry once a year when it's fried green tomato time to make those. So you do it in so a pan a lot of pe- then, uh, I Yeah, pan yeah. on the stovetop. I have a cast iron skillet and then the whole house. It still smells in the kitchen right now. Like that grease, it's dissipating. Mm-hmm. It's not as thick as it was on, say, uh, day two. Smelly. Oh yeah, I know it's probably in my hair. It's in the curtains. It's in wherever. But a lot of people had some really great suggestions. One of which was, well, don't deep fry in your kitchen, you dummy. They didn't say that, but I think they thought it. Do it in the garage. Put the garage door up. Do your deep fryer in there, mm. which would be great if I had a deep fryer. But I don't. I have to do it obviously in the kitchen. So I have a little. I don't want to say homework assignment, but your wife is really good at finding all those gadgets at, say, Goodwill. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She can find me a little fry daddy because I'm only going to use it once a year and so I don't want to, I don't need any like fancy ninja turbo industrial. It's usually a party of one or two that I'm making these. Yeah, I can buy. So if she ever comes across a good deal Mm -hmm. on a deep fryer and then I can do it in the garage. But another person said open your kitchen window and use a fan to kind of take all that smell right out the window so it doesn't go all through your house. Yeah. That probably Mm -hmm. is is my next best option if I don't have a deep fryer. But, but one of our listeners. But wait, I'm guessing there's a better way. Well, I don't know. I'm not going to try this. I have the new cat, as you know, Phil Dawson. And they said, well, take take some of the clean cat litter that you haven't yet put into the litter box mm-hmm. and put that in a bowl on your countertop. And I thought, <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I could see that absorbing liquid. And maybe some smells, but I also don't want to run the risk that Phil Dawson goes, oh, let me check out what's on top of this counter in the middle of the night while mom is sleeping. And, oh, look at that. How nice. She put a a little litter box bowl for me, and I I don't know what I may wake up to. I'm not going to try that one. Now I get to do it up here on the kitchen counter. Yeah, yeah. Not going to do that. But someone else said to try boiling a little, like a cup of water and a tablespoon or two of vinegar while you're in the frying process. So that's going on one burner and then you're frying on another burner and somehow the vinegar absorbs the smell of the oil as it's happening. I mean, that's probably an easy enough thing to try. You're not going to waste cat litter or have to open windows and get out fans and do all those things. I would try that. Do you think that would work? I, oh, I hate vinegar. I hate the smell of it. But uh, uh, so, is this in the kitchen? Are you saying it is an assignment? Hey, try these things. Try the cat litter on the counter and let me know. Well, let, no, don't. Try, I don't know. I, your assignment <laughs> is to tell your wife if ah. she finds a good deal on a used deep fryer. Because okay. I use my air fryer almost daily to reheat things, to bake things, to cook things, to crisp them up. But I don't use a grease deep fryer. And I wouldn't use that a lot because I don't deep fry except for fried green tomatoes one time a year. But then that smell is horrible. She'll find it. Because when when we bought one of those ice cream makers, the little, uh, you freeze the container and it's got a motor. Then everybody wanted one. She's like, fine. And I'm like, yeah, I got one for you. I got one for you. So I will uh, let her know about that then. The fry Assign her to the case. Uh Uh-huh. And again, uh, in the kitchen... 
Brought to you by Kitchen Fair. This is a, a nice addition to the show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They may have some suggestions for us, too. And if you have another suggestion of how to rid that oil, deep-fried smell from your kitchen and the whole entire house, it seems to go everywhere, definitely let us know. I can add yours after the fact to the page of In the Kitchen at 1025fm.com if you have a tried and true one. Read them all there. The Q102 Morning Show Podcast. Join Tim and Laura weekdays from 6 to 9.